Have you ever thought to yourself, how'd I end up here? I know I have in many different circumstances, and I'm pretty sure there's a fair share of people who have stories that would say the same. So welcome to How'd I End Up Here? It's the podcast where we hear from some amazing people about their journeys and stories in the hopes to inspire you to your own adventures. I wanted to start a podcast after traveling recently and having some amazing conversations with friends and people that I met. And I kept thinking to myself, someone needs to tell these stories. Someone needs to collect them. So I thought, why not sit down, record some of them for you to enjoy and be inspired by. Today is episode three. We have my good friend Eva on the podcast. Eva currently lives in England with a pretty cool story of how she ended up there. She's creative. She's kind. She's full of passion. She's a ton of fun. So please enjoy our conversation with Eva Kumpanian. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Eva. I, Let's go. I was going to try and pronounce your last name, but I chickened out. You got it. Oh, yeah, okay. Eva Kumpanya. There you go. Mm, Almost there. I tried. All right. There <laughs> we go. Eva, um, it's such a joy to see you. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know you, why don't you set the scene for us? What have you been up to today and what does life look like for you? Yeah, so I am currently living in Hereford since September 2020, which is crazy. It's been a wild journey so far. I am a part of Freedom Church here. I also get to work for our church. Um, I get to be a part of the media team, which is all kind of fun, th- all kinds of fun things. Um, I also get to serve for our church, which is such a privilege. Um, I get to be on worship team, also on VIP team, which is yeah, it's where I thrive. Wow. Um, I also get to work for a show for the media. Um, I get to do some photography, some videography for them every now and then. And yeah, just creating, adventuring, growing my plants, chasing sunsets <laughs> and squirrels. I have Amazing. a weird obsession for squirrels. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. I love that you said growing your plants because that's a real commitment, honestly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> For all those people who have plants, you know the commitment it takes to grow plants. Like a baby. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, so creative. So were you up to some of that stuff today? Um, no, I was actually today. I was working for one of the families from our church. They okay. had some health issues within a family. So I get to come in and just help them with some things as taking their dogs for a walk or oh, cooking some dinner. Um, so yeah, it's more of a blessing than a job. It doesn't feel like a job at all. But yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. That's so awesome. Um, Yeva, we have known each other for, wait, four years now? Has it been? Three and a half-ish, yeah. Crazy. That's insane. Oh, my goodness. I didn't actually calculate that. Um, So cool. But yeah, we've known each other for a little bit now, and I've had the immense privilege of, you know, seeing part of your story firsthand. Um, And I know it's been quite the journey to get to where you are, you know, being in Hereford, getting to do this creative stuff. And so I'm super excited to kind of hear this story front to back. And I'm excited for the people listening to hear about kind of like these cool moments that you've had where you've thought, how the heck did I end up in this little town in England? Oh my goodness. And yeah, it's been super fun to see some of those and also hear some of those. So yeah, that's how we like to kick off our podcast is by throwing it to our guests and being like, what's a moment where you just thought to yourself, how the heck did I end up here? What's a moment that comes to mind when you think of that question? 
Um, yeah, I think it throws me back all the way back to 2019, where I met you as well. It was when I first came into Freedom Church in Cardiff. Um, and there was that kind of a feeling I have arrived home, even though my home was on the other side of the sea. It was kind of like the feeling of this is my church. I know this will be my church. And that was then the moment of like, oh, wow, how did I, how did I, how did I end up here? I was only 18, wow. um, but I'm on the other side of the sea in this church. So yeah. it was great. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Yeah, and that's where we met in Cardiff in 2019. So was that like something when you first walked into church? Did it take a couple of weeks to kind of get that feeling of, I know this is home or was it pretty immediate for you? I think that was pretty immediate. I just knew that this is where I need to be. There was something of that like, um, in a thought feeling of this is I have I have arrived this is my place this is wow. my family it was quite crazy but yeah God kind of then took me on the journey and yeah. it turned out to be my place <laughs> my church that is so amazing I don't think I realized it was such an immediate kind of gut reaction for you that's yeah. so cool yeah so you walk into church 2019 coming to find out that that like is going to be uh, a bigger part of your story later on um but what we want to do is kind of give space to break down how'd you actually end up there how did you end up 18 in Cardiff going to a church and kind of finding your family there so what we're going to do is we're going to throw it all the way back what was it like growing up what was family like um was faith a part of your journey back then um yeah kind of give us a picture of that yeah, um, so I'm actually originally from Latvia. You probably noticed that my accent is a little bit weird. <laughs> um, so I'm from Latvia, which is in Eastern Europe, kind of the rough but beautiful side. <laughs> um, I can almost say I'm a first-generation Christian because there's kind of like a gap in between generations. So my grandmother, she was a, she is a Christian, but then none of my parents, um, neither of oh, my wow. sisters are Christian and then there's me um so at the age of 18 I decided to be all in and, and follow Jesus I also used to play basketball for 10 years um that's right Columbia, nice and beach volleyball for two years um which was my favorite thing and um yeah I always for some reason I always felt very different to my other family members I think for years I kind of lived in a box um thinking there has to be more wow. um this can be it and i was kind of knocking on the walls of um that box and i think my mom i remember my mom always said that my head is like in the always in the clouds um wow. because i always had these crazy ideas and dreams and um but my fa family was so used to living this one way um and yeah, in terms of my parents, my my parents split up when I was three years old. Um, my relationship with, with my mom was actually not the healthiest, um, but me and my dad, we were like best friends. He also played basketball. He sang. He um, played guitar and played piano. Um, and so I'm a full believer that I have some of those giftings because of him. He definitely yeah. shared, kind of shared that part of his DNA with me. Um, but yeah, but unfortunately, I lost my dad when I was 11. Um, and I think from that moment, then kind of all that pain was hidden somewhere under a doorman. Um, and, then, and then for years, then, um, yeah, I just 
I just thought to myself, if God is real, why would then, you know, he kind of take away the one person that was yeah. everything to me, the one person that I could always go to. Um, yeah. And then years later, I found Jesus and he wow. just chased after me. So, yeah, yeah that's a uh, short um, backstory. Come on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you for sharing, by the way. And yeah, it's just amazing to hear. Um, in a second, we'll go to, you know, that journey of discovering faith and stuff. And But to hear, you know, where you came from, the pain that you experienced that, it sounds like almost drives you away from faith and away from God um, yeah. because of the pain you're experiencing. Um, excited to hear kind of how you found your way back to that and um, what that journey looks like. But yeah, playing basketball, I'm here for it. We've, we've thrown some hoops together. Haven't we? Yeah, we've played. You're pretty <laughs> We good. definitely have. Yeah, You're definitely better than me. Totally. So I can testify that she's played for 10 years. <laughs> You're looking too. Uh, you know, I tinker. I'll make <laughs> one out of 10. <laughs> I did play in middle school, but I like sat the bench. So I can't really claim that I played in middle school. I was yeah, on the right. team. <laughs> but, you know. Well, yeah, I bet it was a big thing in America to do it in like high school and stuff. Yeah, didn't make it. I did play volleyball, though, and we connected over that. That was a fun time. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, um, yeah, you kind of go through. What was, okay, just give us a snippet. What was, like, normal Latvian life like? Yeah, I think as a teenager, I would just go to the park with my friends. I lived in a capital city, so um, we would have fun by just going to random places, not really, not really planning where to go just having spontaneous ideas and just yeah going yeah. for it nice. um but most of the time I genuinely spent in on the basketball court um playing basketball um and yeah and doing training so yeah amazing nice I love it I was like curious I was like what'd you do it's a teenager and what is it Riga is that the capital of Latin? yeah 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 nice cool Okay, speaking of friendships and high school, kind of walk us through um, before you moved at 18 to Cardiff, had you had any experience with church, with faith um, before stepping into the doors of Freedom Church in Cardiff? Or was that your first experience of church when you came in Cardiff? Yeah, so actually um, primary school and middle school, if that's how you say it. Secondary school, yeah. Sure. So I actually... Um, I was a part of, um, I was going to a school that was called a Christian school, but I feel like it was a school for all the rebels because, yeah, I feel like that school gave chance to all the people that wouldn't be accepted in any other school. Sure. (laughs) It was actually quite wild. And and most of it, it was like some of the things were just, if there was some kind of a um, Christianity, then it was very religious and um, yeah, they're just caught up in all these rules and, and, and yeah. So I, even within that, I thought this can be it. There's, there has to be, you know, something, something more um, to that. And um, yeah, but then actually in 2016, I met a friend, Audrey, who actually lives here in Hereford as well now, um, which is a wild um, journey as well. But yeah, so um, her mom, she was a Christian as well. And I think both of us, me and Audrey, we were kind of in a, um, on a journey of like, okay, do we, do, do I, do I believe in God? Do I 
yeah, do I follow him? Yeah. And I think her mom just tried to, um, she kind of became my mom. She tried to get us to church every Sunday because there wow. was this home church. And so she, um, yeah, she, she was just very persistent and we kept saying no. And then one Sunday, because we just wanted to sleep on Sunday morning. Sure. Yeah. Um, why would you wake up on a Sunday morning and go to church? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, and then one Sunday we were like, ah, oh, fine, let's give it a chance. And so, yeah. um, yeah, ever since we went uh, with her to that home church, um, it was actually um, run by um, this Ukrainian family. So God put on their hearts to come to Latvia and build a home church. Wow. So they were obviously um, speaking in Russian. And then her mom literally sat between us and translated every single sentence that the pastor would say. And it was wow. like so Holy Spirit led that she sometimes would finish the sentences before the pastor finish would finish what? the sentence. And it was a very small church. So that allowed, I think, the pastor to kind of um, really invest in us. And I think that gave gave us like a good foundation. Um, But yeah, um, I think in general, the whole um, thought of, okay, I want to be all in, that happened when I came to Cardiff in 2019. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It sounds like, you know, um, you're able to have that exposure and even to be poured into. That's so cool. Um, It definitely sounds like, you know, the seeds were planted um, in that time that got to continue to grow as you journeyed on. So that's super cool. Um, So yeah, talk us through this first move. I met you in Cardiff, but how did you end up in Cardiff of all places as an 18-year-old kid? Um, yeah, why the heck Cardiff and what was that decision like? Yeah, so um, it's wild, um, but it happened Yeah, in 2019. So me and my big sister, we have separate dads. So her dad lives in Cardiff um, and my sister was doing uni in Cardiff, so she in the summer of 2019, she invited me and my friend Audrey um, to come to Cardiff and work for the summer to get uh, some money nice. for university. Um, you know, that was my plan, you know, to get some money for university. Yeah. And um, and I think, um, yeah, I think it's uh, when, when we came, when we came to Cardiff, that's when me and my friend, we were like, uh, should we, should we find a church here? Should we, wow, you know, yeah. should we? see if they have a church here and give it a go and the first church that came up on the internet was freedom church and that's how we came to cardiff and it's crazy to now look back and think that if my sister's dad didn't live there we would have never ended up in cardiff Um, yeah so yeah yeah wild so yeah you got the invite from the fam make it to cardiff and then yeah god shows up (laughs) and starts to do some cool stuff I got to see this part of your journey but for those who didn't get to experience or maybe don't know this part of your story and what God did man just give us an overview of your it was really just a summer in Cardiff and um, what God was starting yeah. to speak to you that would go on to impact your later decisions yeah for sure um so uh, as I said as soon as I stepped into freedom I I just knew that God will do some work in my life. And, um, and I remember that very first time of worship, um, 
something just started shifting within me. I remember I didn't sing. I was just listening to the words. Um, in fact, you were on the worship team on that day as well. So um, wild. <laughs> I, yeah, I just realized that all this time God was just chasing after me and um, my heart just started beating a little faster. And it was wow. almost like one of those moments in um, Grinch where his heart expanded. Yeah. That's, that's how it felt. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then um, after the service, I think you approached us um, and then uh, we became friends. We started hanging out and, then, um, and then God started taking uh, me on the journey and he uh, used you quite a lot. <laughs> I mean, you saw You're me. Too kind. On the, <laughs> I mean, you saw me on the messiest of my days. Um, yeah, we've all I been think, there for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of came to an end of myself, but I realized that it was a good place to be because that's yeah, that was God's sweet spot. Um, and I, um, yeah, I just had to realize that there is a very real enemy who's trying to keep me as far away from God as he can. Wow. Um, but I just, I just had this hunger to give God my everything and yeah. to get to know him. And um, yeah, insecurity was a big thing. Um, it has, insecurity has many homes and one of them was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just, I started to believe that surely, you know, um, the, the same God who created heaven and earth, the same God who named the stars and, and paints the sky every morning and evening, surely he can restore um, things within me and replace wow. the messy things um, with the things that should be there instead. Um, and yeah, and then wild things kept happening. And we also did a lot of fun things that don't we? we yeah. yeah. I learned to, to ride a longboard, which is awesome. Wait, was that when you first started to ride? Um, well, I was trying, I was already um, kind of trying to learn um, okay. in that summer. But then when I came to cardio, I was like, that's it. I want to properly learn. Let's and go. then you, yeah. And then you just taught me and um, yeah. And we got, I'm not we got the best, to, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Cardiff yeah, Bay is the to. best for that. Shout out if anyone's listening from Cardiff, go down the bay, bring a longboard, get Paul Andrews along for the ride. And Honestly, it's a good time. It's the smoothest <laughs> place in the world <laughs> where to ride it's your so fun board. and it's gorgeous i love <laughs> and it so beautiful yeah for sure for sure but yeah we got to go to many adventures and through it all just god god just kept revealing himself um healing restoring and also um showing me what's what he's kind of woved into my design um the yeah. creativity the passions um yeah i just thought it also i i guess get to know myself and um yeah come Here on we go so good. So good. I love how God does that. Just draws out, you know, who we are and how he's wired us. And it takes sometimes those moments where it's not the easiest, but um, you honestly like well done to you for pressing in and like pursuing God through that season. Cause like, man, look at the fruit of your life now and all you get to be a part of, like, it's so super, super cool to see. Um, yeah, so you spent three, was it three months in Cardiff? And um, yeah, God was kind of unraveling and showing you a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah, what's your headspace like when, you know, you're coming to the end of the summer, um, you're about to move back home. Uh, you 
correct me if I'm wrong, but you still had a year of school left of like high school yep, left. That's right. And so kind of what's your mindset going back? Are you like, oh, that was awesome. I'm going back. Maybe like, I'll be a part of church in Latvia. Or what was it like your, your mindset going back home um, at that point? Yeah, right. Um, I think I definitely wanted to slash the tires of the bus. <laughs> I did not want to go to airport <laughs> 5 a.m. in the morning. I still oh remember goodness. that day. I was not looking forward to it. Um, wow. I think I can just share like the whole kind of everything that happened like through that year. Um, because I think everything I experienced in Cardiff was kind of like heaven and earth. Um, so going back to the old and, you know, finishing school um, was really hard at first and yeah. not knowing if I'm going to come back. Um, yeah, I, I also weren't able to, you know, share much with my family. Um, sure. They, 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 they wouldn't relate. understand. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't understand what I was going through because they weren't Christian. Um, so it was all, so it was almost kind of like this year of just one-to-one between me and God, just me and God. And, um, yeah. if I, now, if I look back, um, it was a hard year, but that was a year that definitely, totally completely marked my faith journey and my relationship with God where I drew so close to him where I really fell in love with him and I think wow secret place was really the key um I'm very passionate about a secret place (laughs) almost every day I just had to worship in my room some nights I worshiped for hours because that's where I felt safe um that's where I really felt close to him and um yeah I also I also found out that my good friend who I hadn't seen for 13 years um was starting a worship vocal studio. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and something within me just knew that I need to meet up with her and nice. you know potentially be coached by her. Um cool. and yeah, she saw the gifting and started pulling it out of me and um yeah, which was awesome and such Come a on. great journey. Um, also, my relationship with my mom, previously I mentioned that it wasn't really healthy. And yeah. yeah, I wasn't really there. But my, yeah, my relationship with my mom completely changed over that year. Um, yeah, now the next Come thing on. I'm waiting for is for her to get saved, which will happen soon. Come <laughs> on. I um, love it. Yeah. And yeah, and throughout all of that year, I just knew that I want to go back to the UK. I knew that I want to, um, I want to go to Leadership Academy, um, and um, I didn't know how because it was the middle of pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. At this point, it is. Yeah, but yeah, I just kind of chose to have faith, and I remember that there was a moment when I felt God kind of say do what only you can do and let me do the rest. And uh-huh. um, and so then I thought, well, I might as well then apply because that doesn't cost anything. And then yeah. I'll see where it goes. And yeah. here I am. <laughs> Come on. So crazy. So safe to assume then that you got into the program and you made it there, which is really cool. So um, yeah, man, so crazy. I love even just like, you know, kind of similar to Cardiff, you walking through this almost testing of your faith right in the beginning of like, okay, it's me and God. Um, Obviously you have, you know, people in church and stuff around you as well that you can lean into, but to hear how you really lean into God in that secret space and it's just super inspiring and it's like the healthiest thing. So even for those listening, like if you don't know God, like he's the best and- um, He truly is. Yeah, for sure. And he's worth taking that time to pursue and get to know. And um, even just from your story, the church is a great place to do that. 
yeah so you had in your heart you're like listen i'm gonna try and get back to the uk one way or then like another it's the middle of the pandemic how did that happen you know how did your family feel about you going back and what was that transition like then going from latvia not just visiting the uk for a couple months but then moving to the uk yeah um i remember talking about it to my mom and she was like well, I'll probably, you know, I, I won't be able to support you financially, but go ahead if you if that's what you want to do. Wow. Um, and I think by that time, I also um, I also had some new friends because I went to this church back in Latvia. So I had some healthy relationships, uh, like friendships as well. And yeah. so it was kind of like a. I remember when we were at the airport, there was a moment when um everyone just said oh see you in a year little do we know that you know god will call me to root myself here um but yeah i think my family they were surprisingly they were they were just happy about it they um they they just let me do what i wanted to do i think it's because they always knew that if i if i have something in my head i will do it anyway (laughs) yeah sure so yeah it was definitely hard at first but um yeah god definitely blessed that back immeasurably immeasurably more than i could ever imagine so yeah come on so good let's go um so is it fall of 2020 or 2021 that you moved to the uk so it was yeah it was september 2020 Okay, September 2020, nice. Um, So you come on, you do this leadership program called Academy. Um, What was that like for you? I know everyone has, you know, their own experience and journey with that. Um, What was some of what God was doing through you through that experience? Yeah, um, so much. Um, (laughs) It's a a pretty big question, but whatever you want to share from it. well, he definitely did a massive groundwork. Um, there was just so much to be stripped away, and that's what he came in to do. Um, he's he's very first, like he's very fierce, but also at the same time very gentle. God, mm-hmm. um, so he just came to rip off the layers of all the insecurity and everything else, um, wow. to just replace it with joy and beauty. Um, and I think as he did that, um, yeah, again, there were things that I found out by myself that I never thought were within me. Um, yeah. And, you know, potential that was buried under insecurity, songs, passion, yeah, come on. Um, creativity. And um, it was kind of um, one of the verses that I always remember is um, Psalm 139, um, when he says that he, you know, he spent time in the secret place. Um, and he um, wove us together in um, our mother's womb. And it's it, it came to that moment. I was like, oh, wow. So it's like with an artist, you know, um, an artist knows the details that he's going to put into his artwork, um, where he will place it, um, et cetera. And in the same way, God uniquely created me, knowing where he will plant me, what details I will have, what people I will meet. And um, yeah, so yeah, that moment of like that revelation was something that kind of changed um, my mindset as well. Um, and yeah, I also went on a journey to also like God just healed that wound that was left um, open for years after I lost my dad. Um, I kind of surrendered all of that anger to him and yeah, he kind of just revealed that, um, you know, no matter how amazing my earthly father was, um, 
that he's even better and he's the one that can satisfy every every wow. need of my life um yeah and on top of it all i just fell in love with him even more and um with his church and yeah come on wow thanks so much for sharing what a what a cool story even you know that redemption of that part of growing up and not pushing you away and god using that to to show you his love and his fatherhood and um even his goodness through that that's like literally only something god can do so man totally um sweet so you finished academy a year later did you go back and you know move back to latvia and go back to the old friends or obviously you're not there today so yeah (laughs) was it in a like an immediate choice to stay or did it take some time or yeah the world was kind of your oyster at that point are you gonna move (laughs) you know to africa or or one of our campuses in southeast asia what made you decide to stay right there in hereford well i definitely even in the middle of academy i was like there's no way I'm staying here. No <laughs> way I'm staying in Hereford. But I think um, because I think because I knew the Freedom Church is my home, whatever that is, then God kind of started aligning my thoughts to his thoughts and my dreams to his dreams. And then I kind of started falling in love with Hereford, weirdly enough. <laughs> I was like, it's great. It has it has a lot of hills and mountains and I get to adventure and I was like, I'm going to be fine. Uh, (laughs) And so, yeah, it was great. It was, um, it was, I think, I think gradually he kind of shifted my heart. Um, So yeah. Yeah. There was definitely that sacrifice to be made, obviously. um, Because as I said, all my friends and family were like, see you in a year. Um, But yeah. um, But then even though I kind of had to give up, some of those things I gained even more. God just doubled my family and I just wouldn't want to be anywhere else or do anything else or follow anyone else than him. Um, Yeah, so I sometimes just kind of tend to call it a privilege rather than a sacrifice. So yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, it's been so cool to see, you know, the doors open for you there and getting to use some of that creativity that you were just discovering the year before. Um, what did it just to kind of uh, give a, a picture of this last season in Hereford? What did it look like being able to step into more of that creative field? Was that something that was like pretty obvious or the opportunities came pretty quick? Or was that something that was kind of slow burning in the background and now is more of a forefront? What was that creative journey like? Yeah, I think definitely... God first did that groundwork that he did in academy to then um, make a way into all those things that I get to do now. Um, But yeah, it was at first when kind of these opportunities started to like, you know, being put in front of me, it was definitely scary. I was like, am I, am I not too young for this? Am I capable of this? Am I worthy of this? Um, and so um, I think there was definitely uh, this year has been wild in general. I, I there have been so many uh, moments when I just had to step out of my comfort zones, all of my comfort zones. Wow, come on! <laughs> and just step into greater confidence and authority. And I think um, definitely that was even even that roar within me that was like kind of pulled out. Um, and um, yeah, God just took me out of this kind of timid place where I just wanted to hide um, in the shadows. Um, And so, yeah, he's just that good and that gracious. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, it's so sick. And yeah, just, man, 
I love the stuff that you create and what you put your hands to. It's just so excellent. So excited to see what you continue to make and create the songs, the the videos. Like I'm here for it. It's super well, excited. Let's go. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Thanks so much for sharing. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited for you because obviously you're still super young. How old are you right now? I am actually turning 22 this week. 22. That's amazing. Wait, happy birthday. I didn't know it was your birthday. Thanks. That's sick. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously you're so young and you've had this amazing journey so far. So super excited, you know, for all the adventures that are still to come. Like, I'm sure we'll be back on maybe in a couple of years and be like, what has the journey been in the last couple of years? Like, where else have you been able to go and just think to yourself, wait, how'd I end up here? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but before we let you go, what's like one thing that you would say that you've learned kind of from the journey on a whole that you'd love to encourage people with? Oh, man, there has been a lot of things. Um, I think one of those things would be if you if you think you don't have much to give, um, know that that's enough um that means that there's only room for god to come in and you know plant dreams gifting and faith and um yeah and he'll just do things beyond your imagination when you just give when you just surrender all that you are and all that you have so yeah that would be my encouragement um okay i said before we let me go but this time it's really before we let you go because we like to have kind of this flash round at the end of the podcast where I ask you eight questions and you have to answer them as fast as you can. So it's like first thing that comes to mind. And I haven't right. said these. So are you ready? I think so. <laughs> All right. Question number one, coffee or tea? Ah, uh, thank you, Jesus, for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I knew it was coming, but you live in England. So I didn't know. I was like, maybe you've transitioned nah, to coffee tea, all the way. Amazing. <laughs> All right. This is an interesting question, but what's the least favorite place you've ever visited? It can be like your experience in that place. Just wasn't a good I time. Think, I think definitely Belarus. Sorry, no offense. Oh. But I just was not wasn't satisfied. <laughs> I remember we were going for a basketball game over there. Um, yeah, and it was just very gray. <laughs> wasn't the vibe. Wasn't the vibe. No. That's no. cool. Uh, all right. On the flip side, what's your favorite place you've ever visited? Uh, it's probably Portugal. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It looks incredible. I haven't been myself, but it mm, looks it's beautiful. It's makes definitely. sense because that seems like super colorful. And so it makes sense that would yeah. be the, kind of, <laughs> it is kind of the flip side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. Okay. What's the last book you read? Uh, a very intense but intercessory prayer oh nice who's that by intense um it's right here um oh, nice. dutch sheets i have no idea if i'm saying it right but yeah, nice look it up i'll put it on my reading list for sure um okay back to travel who's your favorite person to travel with uh i haven't traveled that much um most of the time I travel with my mom and my sister. I would say my big sister. Totally. Nice. It's always fun. She's always up for all the crazy ideas. Nice. <laughs> Yeva loves a good spontaneous moment. So it sounds like your <laughs> ideal travel partner. All right. A couple questions left. Pizza or burrito? 
Pizza. Nice, solid. Um, all right, and finally, complete the sentence. I will next live full by. Um, going to Portugal again. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, come there on. was just one day when me and a couple of my friends we were like, "Should we go to Portugal?" And we booked tickets in May for four days. Yes, <laughs> and the same day. <laughs> I love it. That is so much fun. Oh my goodness! Well, can't wait to see those pictures. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, Eva, thank you so much for jumping on and sharing your thank story. You. And yeah, it's been such a joy. And you've been such a big part of it, which is crazy. And now oh, we're man. here on a podcast. Oh, doing the thing. All right. See ya. Happy days.